The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to another TalkSport Daily podcast. I'm John Jackson and it was a mega Sunday of Premier League action yesterday. We've got all the best reaction here, starting with one of the games of the season at Anfield, where Diogo Jota scored a dramatic injury time winner, giving Liverpool a 4-3 victory moments after Spurs thought they'd salvaged a point after they impressively managed to come back from 3-0 down. His Reds manager Jurgen Klopp, Spurs interim head coach Ryan Mason, along with the best of the reaction from Darren Ambrose, Adebayo Akinfenwa and Alex Crook on the boot room on TalkSports. Oh my days, what on earth is going on? At Anfield, Will Perry. Well, two goals since you were last with me, but you can tell now who is back on top because it would have been some story just a couple of minutes ago. Richarlison equalising for Tottenham in front of the Tottenham fans. His first Premier League goal for Tottenham, a free kick from Son from the left-hand side. And Richarlison got the slightest of touches on it, headed it into the ground and it looped over Allison. That was in the 93rd minute. This one in the 95th. Awful, awful Tottenham defending again. A shocking touch at the back from a Tottenham defender. And it's laid it straight into the path of Diogo Jota, the substitute, who just slots it into the bottom right-hand corner. If you're Ryan Mason, you've got to be so disappointed with that defending. You've just got back into the game, uh, back equalised in the game, 3-3. You go away 3-3 after being 3-0 down. It's a, it's a ridiculous result at Anfield. To give that goal away immediately after the restart, it's criminal, Crookie. It really is. It's hard to put into words, to be perfectly honest. Um, how the game went, and obviously equalising at the end, fully deserved to to give them the winner at the end. It, yeah, it's impossible to take at this moment in time. Listen, we know with the ball we're, we're an exceptional team and that we score goals and we can hurt anyone in this league with the ball, but you don't win games of football just with the ball. And when you give literally give the opposition four goals without having to earn it. So it makes it very difficult. But at the same time, we probably could have scored three or four more. I felt like we was the better team overall in terms of creating opportunities. But to, to give the opposition goals, it, it, makes it, it makes it impossible to win games of football. That's the problem, I suppose. Some of these players are just paycheck players. All they care about is their paycheck. They don't care about the club. So what is the answer? Is it is it a complete reset? I mean, how many how many of those players do you believe are good enough to get Tottenham back to where you want to be in terms of challenging for the top four next season? Two. 
Liverpool seven points off fourth place Manchester United. Five games to play after this. They will have to win every one of them, won't they? Fulham, Brentford, Leicester, Villa and Southampton to come. You could see that around the 3-0, and I think I was millions of times super positive about the atmosphere, and it's great. But the 3-0 was not a, a result for a sensation atmosphere. I remember, oh my God, what's that? We are that good. So pretty much everybody misunderstood it. Everybody. The, the atmosphere was better after they scored a 3-1 than after we uh, was three, between 3-0 three and 3-1. Three it was like, uh, sorry, what's going on? There, nobody knew. I have to say now, I don't. I, I love all of them. But my song, don't sing it. When, if you want to sing it, sing it after the game, in a bar, wherever. Because it's always like closing the game. Like, we are three in a lap and I said, I'm so glad Jürgen is a red. And I thought, oh, it's not over. So, that would be really nice if we could leave that um, for, for later. Um, and that's now. 4-3, fantastic result. Everybody's happy. We had then, obviously, the, 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 the final part of the game was atmosphere by a poof explosion. Nobody will forget that game ever. So, um, and yeah, let's keep going. And actually, Skip's only just got up. It, it, that challenge was about three or four minutes ago. He's been down for a, a long, long time. He's got a, a big blooded tissue right to his head, blood all over his shirt. He's going to have to change that as well. Diogo Jota, who's only just come on as a substitute. I mean, look, when you see a still of it, and I've got a still of it right in front of me, Diogo Jota's foot is higher than his head. So it's extremely high, and, and Skip is giving everything in that challenge. It looks really nasty. I'd like an explanation. I'd like to understand why it wasn't. I can understand sometimes referees and officials on the pitch missing it even though my, my feeling at the moment was an instant red card because when, you're, when your foot and your studs are showing five and a half feet in the air and you make contact with the player's head and, and draw blood and, and create a gash, I think it ticks all the boxes. Um, but probably more so uh, an experienced referee in the VAR room. You want him to help the official on the pitch in that moment. And um, listen, it's, it's decided the game because that player on the pitch shouldn't have been on there at the end in my opinion and I'm pretty sure most football people's opinions will, will probably feel the same Skip showed me on the pitch because of a challenge on Luis Diaz early in the game we got a red card for a similar situation that's true but Diogo was not at all intentional it was not he didn't see the head and went then with the foot there so the foot was high and then only went with the head there that, which, that can happen if he gives a red card we cannot change that that's how it is I really think Ryan has other things to worry about Well, Manchester City are back on top of the Premier League for the first time since February. They beat Fulham 2-1 in a hard-fought victory at Craven Cottage. And after the match, Pep Guardiola spoke to Talk Sports. Today is the first time we won in hand. We are top of the league. On Tuesday, when Arsenal, just in case we win, to Chelsea, we'll be top of the league. So, imagine what we are doing, doing, doing. Still, we are not top of the league. Because we play against team, we have done... Exceptional. So it's the past with Liverpool. When we won Liverpool leagues in the past, are you going to say that Liverpool make a bad season? Or Liverpool is not uh, make a... Uh, absolutely not. So whatever happened, Arsenal have been exceptional and City have been exceptional. And this is the best way we can transmit for the generations, for the kids, start to sports, you know? Not just the winner is the best. Or not just the winner had to get the compliment. Perry Groves, what a way to start for Erling Haaland, who equals the Premier League record. But he doesn't only equal the Premier League record, he equals the Premier League record 
for a 42-game season. He's done, it. He's done it before we've got into May. And I actually said that I didn't think I'd ever see a player get a goal a game in the Premier League, you know, get 38 goals in 38 games. You know, we've seen Messi and Ronaldo do it regularly in the Liga. I didn't think it would ever be done in this in our football. He's going to... He'll end up with 42, 43, 44 goals this season. It's incredible. The Spanish league is always tough and the other ones. What was incredible, because I said in the press conference, because they told me that not even Winston Churchill was prime minister, <laughs> where he, this record that today has broken. So the people talk about World War II. So that means it's, when it's a record for a long, long time ago, it's because it's difficult to be break, and he did it. But now, you know, uh, he helped us, and hopefully he can score goals to help us to, to at the end, arrive at the end as long as possible to win, to win some titles. Down the bottom of the table, Leeds were thrashed by Bournemouth as their relegation fears worsened, while Bournemouth are very nearly safe. Talk Sports' Ian Abraham spoke with Cherries manager Gary O'Neill and Leeds boss Javi Gracia after the game, and I'll let you guess which one was happier. Four leads one, as bad as that suggests. Leads were okay for a good part of this game, but they've been undone by the fact they can't defend and their goalkeeper has zero confidence. They fell behind after a good opening 20 minutes when the ball inside the penalty area was pulled back for Billing, his shot was blocked, and Lerma picked out the top corner. Four minutes later, inexcusably, Lerma scored again from a corner after Melier completely flapped at it and dropped it at the feet of the Bournemouth man who smashed it into the top of the net. Having said that though Leeds were back in it before half time Patrick Bamford's header but in the second half they did have chances but they were overrun in the end by Bournemouth Slanky added a third goal on 63 minutes a good finish from him and with the game already up for Leeds in added on time Semenya scored with another assist from Melier another goalkeeping howler 22 goals conceded in one month alone Javi Gracia and Leeds are staring at the championship you say that the players have to believe they're going to stay up. Do you believe you're going to stay up? Of course. What gives you that belief? The attitude of my players training every day, the ambition, the desire that they have, and it's true we are not showing, I think, in the, in the last games, but I believe that uh, we'll be able in the, in the next performances to do what we've done before, to compete very well and to to get the results we need. I thought your team were the, the better team in the first half, even though you were 2-1 down at half-time. I did think you were the better team. But you've conceded 22 goals in April. I know you're defending Melier and he's made a couple of mistakes today, but at some stage that might cost you. Yeah, but I, I told you that we have young players and, and sometimes it happens. Of course, uh, we need to reduce these, mista- these mistakes if we want to to survive and to to, to compete in, in Premier League next next season. But it's something we, we have to do. I don't think that Leeds, I'm not over Bielsa, our fans are not over Bielsa, and we're not going to be able to look forward until that board has been replaced, because they will be forever tainted with his legacy, quote-unquote. And if that's the 49ers, if we drop down and the 49ers stay interested and Radrizani has to take a big hit, then so be it. But we, we cannot look forward until that board has gone. To see the fans turn on the players today was just shocking. I mean, you know, we've got to believe. You know, we're in a you know, we're in a bad run of Bournemouth. Like, we've got to believe. You know, are we going to gain any more points this season? I don't know. But 
don't turn on the players, I don't know how we continue or what to do. I think there's no direction. I don't even think we can work out the first starting eleven. As for Bournemouth, congratulations to Gary O'Neill. Bournemouth are guaranteed to be a Premier League club next season. Gary, can I ask you, where does this stand in terms of everything you achieved in your playing career? Yeah, it's above it's above all of those. So, yeah, this is the yeah this is the the biggest thing I've achieved. I think as a in, in my time in football, I think um, the work that goes into to managing everything is very different to, to playing. So um, yeah, proud of it. Yeah, but as I, I said to the players in there, it's not me. I mean, people may give me some credit for this. This is yeah, this is the players, the, the way they commit to everything you ask them to, the way they respond to setbacks, the way they're able to back up a win on Thursday, come here again on Sunday and produce again. So yeah, the, the group of players deserve massive credit because yeah, not many people gave them a chance. Former fans should be thanking their lucky stars that Gary O'Neill took that job. He's done a terrific job down there. They should build a statue out the front of the stadium of him. Meanwhile, Newcastle came from behind to beat Southampton 3-1 at St James's Park to stay third in the Premier League table. The Toonami are looking good for the Champions League, while Saints look doomed. Both managers, Eddie Howe and Ruben Sellers, gave their reaction to TalkSport after the match. Really big win for us. We knew today was a tricky game. We knew Southampton had quality and they've got quality and we knew they had nothing to lose in this game and it was a dangerous fixture for us after the highs we've had in recent weeks so we'll be disappointed to go behind in the half-time score and majority of the performance probably wasn't where we wanted it to be but what a response in the second half and that showed you know the, the true colours of the team Well of course it's difficult but it has been a difficult situation for the last three months and uh, I told them uh, I'm going to be standing here with them until the very end and I'm going to come every day trying to make this team better and trying to make this team competitive and it's not the best place to be for us in the table but we are going to need to go and work and fight and try to go to win that game as we did it today, as we did it against Arsenal, against Bournemouth or any other. Then the result is not with us, but we show that we can do it and we just need to be more robust and we are going to keep working on it until the very end of the season. The team just behind Newcastle in fourth, Manchester United strengthened their grip over a top four position with a 1-0 win over Aston Villa at Old Trafford. Is their manager Eric Ten Hag. And the four-time whistle blows. Victory for United, who put three points on the board. This is a significant three points, Mickey Gray. Yeah, absolutely, it certainly is. And has finished here at Old Trafford Sam. Manchester United won, Aston Villa nil. Definitely good three points, but I think an impressive performance from uh, Man United. Uh, really good. Uh, on the ball, first half was magnificent. How we played, they created really good chances, good movements. Uh, we could see that almost nothing, so good organisation, pressing organisation as well. And then the second half, uh, you have to make the 2-0, and when you don't make him, uh, then in the end it's going to be tough. But you saw again the determination of this team. Villa did come out in the second half with more vigour in the second half, but they did, couldn't create that clear-cut chance they were hoping for. But in all honesty, it was an excellent performance from the home side and thoroughly deserved three points in the race to finish in the Champions League spots. We are totally in control, it's all about us, it's in our hands. And but uh, you don't don't get distracted from the table, and we have to win our games. The men's room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. 
The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Hold that please, level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, now the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Bypass Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what, sorry? The single most important thing is to Ertz in the Channelized Bingbingus at the Bypass Rise plug sale and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Right, on to tonight's action, and it's a massive relegation six-pointer exclusive to talk sport as Leicester take on Everton. Both managers, Dean Smith and Sean Dyche, have been speaking about their side's chances of getting that much-needed victory this evening. The fight has gone out of Leicester City on the pitch today. It was another thumping for Leicester City. Extremely shoddy defending from them. Everton, they are running out of time. They need performances quickly. Where's that win going to come from? You know, it's going to have to be another incredible finish like it was last year. The game now against Leicester is just absolutely, absolutely enormous. Madison sees a body! 1-0 Leicester! What a counter-attack from the Foxes! We'll have home advantage and we want to use that to, to our, our best advantage as we can. A wonderful opener for Everton! My, how they've deserved that! Everton Football Club, we want to be in the Premier League. I think all you can focus on is your own performances. We're not in control of anything that goes on away from here. Um, I've said that all along. You know, we've got four points from our first three games, but we'll be going all out to get a win against against Everton, uh, and then Fulham after that. And that's all we can control, really. And you know, look at the table, you know, after that, and see where we're at. This time, we'll have home advantage, and we want to use that to to our, our best advantages we can. Just encourage them with all the, all the good things they're doing, all the basics that we are doing, uh, correcting the things we're not doing, adding in the, you know, the feel-good factor of a group, because like I say, it was there a short while ago, and a couple of results got against us, a couple of others gone, uh, results have gone four of the teams, and it just changes the whole kind of feel, the whole sense of it. You know, at the Tottenham, when we scored here, I think everyone was late, everything was you know high, everyone was feeling high, the fans were feeling high, the, everything looked... A lot better than it did, and then very quickly in the Premier League and catch up with you, you know. And all of a sudden, man, you was there. I thought they were very good first half, to be fair. But then after that, two two out of three get away from us, and that's you know that's what we've got to change, and we've got to change it quickly.
Okay, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, or of course, where you choose to get your podcasts from. TalkSport has five exclusive Premier League commentaries coming up this week. It includes the key matches in the title race, with Arsenal hosting Chelsea on Tuesday night, and 24 hours later, Manchester City taking on West Ham. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood. Join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in store, or via the app.